0: Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. In this episode, we're going to be answering some audience Q&A, and today's question is, is happiness overrated? So I'm gonna start answering this question by saying, the pursuit of happiness is a scam. Now, I know that sounds a little crazy. Some people think that happiness is the meaning of life, that it's about doing what makes you happy, and those things are partially true, but this idea of the pursuit of happiness is a scam, and in this episode, we're gonna be going through an understanding of why that is, as well as discovering a unique perspective on how to view happiness that most people miss. Happiness itself is not overrated. It's not a scam. The actual experience of happiness, I would say, is not overrated at all. And in fact, it allows us to kind of take in the whole meaning of life in a single moment. The thing is, Happiness is what is called a fleeting state. In other words, it doesn't just stay around. It's not some kind of a permanent state or some kind of event that you need to reach. We hear people all the time say, I want to be happy or do what makes you happy. And this advice is hardly useful in any practical way because what we think makes us happy is typically an abstraction of actual happiness. Happiness is not a thing that you can go out and get. It is a state of being. Yet most people associate the concept of happiness with some kind of an external result or outcome. And there's a lot of I'll be happy if or I'll be happy when type of mentality and dialogue out there. Now, you cannot pursue happiness because there is nothing to chase. And happiness is not running from you. So it's important to understand that happiness is a state of being. It is not an event. It's not an outcome. It's not a specific result. Now, why this is important is because happiness exists in moments of total presence in the process of life itself. One way to look at this that has been incredibly helpful for me as well as many of my clients is that happiness is like a butterfly. It comes into our presence. We see its beauty and grace. It appears as though it's almost dancing in the air. And if we try to catch the butterfly, it will elude us. It'll fly away. But if we do manage to catch the butterfly and try to hold on to it, we end up crushing and destroying the butterfly. Now, this is very important to remember because happiness is very much the same way. We are told to pursue happiness. We're told to go out and chase it. But just like the butterfly, if we try to chase happiness, it'll always elude us. The reason being is because the pursuit of happiness implies that it is a future destination, a future goal, a future event or outcome that you need to get in order to create that happiness. Simultaneously, if you do end up catching that happiness, you do end up finding a moment in your life where you do feel happy and you try to hold on to it, you end up crushing and destroying it by attaching to it, by not allowing it to continue its flow. When we try to hold on or create permanence out of a specific moment that brings up a lot of pleasant emotions within us that we would call happy, we end up actually destroying it because we try to hold on. It's very similar to trying to hold your breath as a way of making sure that you always have oxygen. That would be a very silly way to look at it because in order to always have oxygen, you need to keep breathing, inhaling, and exhaling. So happiness exists in the present moment. It's completely unattached to anything outside of the moment. It does not self-assess or measure to what degree it is happy. For if it did, it would cease to be happiness and become an abstraction. In other words, an idea of this concept of happiness rather than the actual experience of it. It would be a measurement of the experience rather than the actual real experience of what happiness is. So the pursuit of happiness is a scam because it begins with a sentiment of I'm not happy so I'll go chase it. And presupposes that happiness exists outside of right now. So, when someone says, I'm not happy, what they're really saying is, I don't like this process because, like we were saying before, happiness exists in the process. It's not a destination. It's not an outcome. It happens in the present moment. It happens in the process of life itself, not when you hit a milestone or when you get reach a certain event or when you attain a certain result. Now, this concept is also discussed by the psychologist Jordan Peterson, where he says, it's all very well to think that the meaning of life is happiness. But what happens when you're unhappy? Happiness is a great side effect. When it comes, accept it gratefully. But it's fleeting and unpredictable. It's not something to aim at because it's not an aim. Besides, if happiness is the purpose of life, what happens when you're unhappy? Then you're a failure. Bottom line, happiness is like cotton candy. It's just not going to do the job. Jordan Peterson. Now, Jordan Peterson, in his book, 12 Rules for Life, he has Rule number seven, which is pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Pursuing what is expedient is pursuing that which gives us instant gratification. A lot of us mistake instant gratification or expediency towards a pleasant feeling as happiness. But that's not happiness. That's comfort. That's gratification. That's pleasure. We want to remember that when we pursue what is meaningful to us, the process of getting to what's meaningful or the pursuit of what's meaningful typically involves activities and processes that we're able to lose ourselves in the present moment with. So this is one indication that you'll create more happiness if you are pursuing what is meaningful. But it's important to understand that happiness itself is not the aim. It is the result of pursuing what has deep meaning in your life. Now, there's also a Zen poem that talks about the idea of it. And Alan Watts, he would talk about this in some of his lectures. And in this Zen poem, when they talk about it, they mean the mystical experience, Satori, the realization that you are, as Jesus was, the eternal energy of the universe. And the poem says, you cannot catch hold of it, nor can you get rid of it. It is in not being able to get it that you get it. When you speak, it is silent. When you are silent, it speaks. So this is a really important concept because happiness is very much the same way. When you try to measure it, you don't have it. When you try to chase it, it will always elude you. When you do think that you've caught it, you end up crushing and destroying it. It is when we forget that we are trying to chase something and we instead just live in the present moment. So, is happiness overrated? No. Because it's not something that you can rate anyway. The moment you begin to try to rate happiness as good or bad as the most meaningful thing in life or meaningless is the moment that you put happiness into an abstract concept. And we do not live in conceptualization. We live in reality. The actual experience itself is where happiness is found. The moment you try to measure it or even ask the question of whether or not happiness is overrated, you're not talking about happiness. You're talking about something in the future that you think will make you happy. Keep this in mind. Happiness, as it's been sold to us, might be BS. It's not something that we can catch by pursuing it. We can, however, build habits and processes oriented around what is meaningful to us. So meaningful that time stops whenever we are engaged in such a pursuit. We don't even have to think about whether or not we'll catch it while pursuing. The process itself becomes everything we've ever dreamed of and wanted in terms of feeling happy. And as a result, we'll encounter more and more butterflies without worrying about when the next one will cross our path.